0: Tough times come. They even come to you as a Christian. And so the question is, what do you do when the storms are raging and you're feeling intimidated or confused or completely undone? What do you do when you feel like you're in a metaphorical wilderness where you're just confused completely? Well, that's what this episode is about. We're going to talk about three things that you can actually do when you're in the storm. When life is raging around you and there's no one to help, there is help. And so I want you to join me in this episode because I am very sure that what we have today is going to help you manage the storm. To the grown woman, pray. To the woman looking for answers, pray. To the woman who's busy and just needs a change, pray. Pray, woman. Stop comparing yourself pray. Stop grumbling. Pray. Stop giving excuses. Stop counting yourself out. Pray. Stop discounting God. It's time to pray. Welcome to the Woman Pray Podcast. Welcome back to the Woman Pray podcast, where each week we gather so that we can grow in prayer for life change. You don't have to stay where you are when you serve the living God, the one who hears us, who sees us, and who knows, and even more, is available to each one of us. So I'm so glad that you have joined me this week and you've been coming week by week. And so today we're talking about storms. We're talking about hardship and problems and what you do when you find yourself in one. But before we get started, I really want to hear from you. So I'm going to ask that you will like this episode as well as comment so that I can address whatever it is that's on your heart if necessary. Otherwise, I'd like for you to subscribe and ring the bell so that you're getting more episodes. You never know what life is going to present, and I'd like to think that God is putting on my heart the very things that we all need to hear. And so, with that said, we have all experienced or will experience a metaphorical wilderness where you're not very sure what to do. You feel lost, if you will, or a desert where it's dry and you simply feel weak. But even more than all of that, we will experience storms. Storms happen when there are problems, when we are are experiencing hardship, when we're really not sure what happened. Sometimes it came out of the blue, and then sometimes we can sense that it's coming, but we don't know what to do. I need you to hear me today, that Jesus said in advance that tribulation or trials will come. So he has forewarned us, but he's also told us throughout the scripture why they come. And so, for some of us, we're experiencing a test. James chapter one, verse three talks about how these tests come at to approve our faith. That is, trials come to approve us, that we are truly doing faith as opposed to just assuming that we are. But we also find in Romans 2 that trials come when we're disobedient, when we're choosing not to obey the truth, but we're obeying unrighteousness. And the scripture says, then will come tribulation and uh, indignation and wrath and anguish on our souls. But we're also told in 2 Thessalonians, Thessalonians 1.6, that if we cause trouble for the righteous, that it is a righteous thing for God to repay us with trouble. And so trouble and hardship, it's going to come to each and every one of us at some point in this life. So if things are smooth sailing for you right now, I'm so thankful with you. Praise God. But I also think this episode is important for you because It's going to come one day. Maybe your trial will be a health issue. Maybe your trial will be a finance issue. Maybe it will be relational. Maybe it will be legal. I don't know what the issue will be, but our focus is on what it looks like when you're in the storm because there is a test at work. So I'm not dealing with some of the places where you have to repent, but I am dealing with what do you do now that things are falling apart? heart. Now that things are intimidating, when you're not sure what to do or who's for you or who to call because there really isn't anyone, what do you do? What do you do in the storm? And so I want to encourage you to prepare now. And if you're already in the storm, I've got three points for you. Number one, you've got, you've got, you've got to keep your eyes on your father. Your father is the only one who can help you. I'm sure you have support systems and family, support systems and friends, but when it's all said and done, the kind of help that you need from your father will only come from your father. And if this is indeed a test, it is time to prove that you're not leaning to your own understanding. Neither are you putting your trust in the arms of flesh or leaning on man, but you are choosing to keep your eyes and your focus on your father. And so your expectation cannot be on what someone promised you or what someone said that they will do because the reality is man is but breath in his nostrils. He is a vapor here today and gone tomorrow. And so he may have well or good intentions towards you, but he cannot uphold you and sustain you like your heavenly father. So when you're in the storm and everything looks harrowing, That is not the time to call everyone and tell everyone or rehearse the problem. That is the time to endure hardship as a good soldier, looking to the author and the finisher of your faith. That is your focus is on him, where when you call on him, you're saying, father, only you can help me. Only you are with me. And so I'm coming to you with an expectation that everything that you've promised in your word is yes and amen, not just in scripture, but is yes and amen for my life. So don't be like Peter who got distracted by the waves, got distracted by the wind. Don't be like Peter. Keep your eyes on your savior. Keep your eyes on your father. And so to do that, I'd say stay in your Bible, stay in the written word of God. The next thing that I think you have to do when you're in the storm and it looks like you're overcome. You have to pray in the spirit. Now, I know for many of you, you say, what does that even mean? Well, I'm talking about praying in other tongues because Romans eight says that when I pray in the spirit, that I'm praying the very will of God and watch this, God's will for you is that you have life and that you have it more abundantly. So God is not out for you when you're in the storm. He's not beating you over the head with a stick. He doesn't want your demise. He does not want you to die, but he wants you to live. He wants you to grow. He wants you to be strong in him and walk in the power of his might. And so to do that, you need help. And so when Jesus left, he said that, I promise I'm not leaving you as orphans in this world alone, but I'm sending to you a comforter. He is the Holy Spirit. And so I want to encourage you that if you are baptized in the Holy Spirit and you are able to speak in other tongues, This is not the time to just pray in your understanding because if you're praying in your understanding, you're limiting what you can ask for, what you need. You're only praying what you see with your natural eye. But when you pray in the spirit, you're praying what your eyes have not seen, your ears have not heard, neither has it entered into your heart, but God is revealing by his spirit. And so I wanna encourage you to pray more in the spirit than less. So if you can pray five minutes just in tongues then I challenge you to pray 10 minutes if you can pray 10 minutes just in tongues I challenge you to pray 15 minutes and depending upon the level of your storm I encourage you to pray even more in fact I would challenge you to pray day and night for at least one hour in the spirit. I'm telling you what I know because I understand what it feels like to be in the storm where God alone is the one who sustains you. God alone is the one who upholds you. God alone can help you. And it is by his spirit that he comforts as well as helps. So I don't care what the storm is. If you really want to endure this, if you really want to overcome this, If you really want to overcome with rejoicing, then I want to tell you, pray in the spirit, pray in other tongues. And lastly, I want to encourage you, don't look behind because if you look behind you, you'll just be filled with regrets. And when you look behind, there is absolutely nothing that you can do to change the past. The Bible says, forgetting those things that are behind and reaching forward to the things that are ahead. We press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And so if the storm is raging, don't start talking about what you could have done, what you should have done, or what you should have known. That's not the time for this. The storm is raging. This is the time to enact now faith. Now what am I going to do? Now I'm going to seek my God. Now I'm going to pray like I truly believe. Now I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to offer the sacrifice of praise. I say the sacrifice because when you're in the storm, it does not feel like you want to pray. Like that's the last thing you want to do. You may be, maybe you want to get in a corner and cry, or you want to rehearse the problems over and over to one person and the next person and the next person And hoping that they've got a solution for you. But hear me today your deliverance from the storm will come when you actually do what the scripture is calling you as a believer. You've been hearing it over and over again, what it looks like to believe. You've been taught, you've heard it, you've rejoiced over it on Sunday mornings. You you say, Amen. You got your hand up raised because you know it. And yet, during the storm is where you must do it. You must offer the sacrifice of praise. And so while others may say, you can't possibly say hallelujah and jump up and down now, I'd say this is the best time to do it when you don't know what to do. When it's harrowing, scary, you're just not sure, that's the time to lift up your hands to your father and bless his holy name. That's the time to declare who you love and who you trust trust. Father, I love you and I trust you. I'm not leaning to my own understanding. Father, I love you and I trust you. I don't understand what's going on, but I love you and I trust you and I will do your word. That's what I would encourage you to do when you're in the storms of life and just remember that even if the storm comes, storms, trouble doesn't last always. Storms may come, but eventually peace does come as well. Speak to the storm, peace be still, and walk out the process of seeking God, walk out the process of praying in the spirit, walk out the process of actually forgetting the things that are behind, focusing on the things that are ahead, and lifting your hands in true worship, even when it's a sacrifice. I hope that's blessed your life, and so I want to pray for you now. Father, I thank you so much for being the keeper of every person that even if the storms are raging, we can declare peace, be still. And we thank you, Father, that it is our reality just as when Jesus declared it on the boat in the the Bible. And so we trust you that even when the storms are raging, you are with us, that you will never leave us nor forsake us, and that you do confirm our word as your servant. And so we speak peace, be still, and we choose to stand. And after we've done everything, we will stand, therefore, with our whole armor on, knowing, Father, that you are our defense and our shield, knowing that you protect us, Father, that you protect us from the snare of the fowler. And your promise is true that no evil shall befall us. So we hold fast to our confession of hope without wavering because you who promised are faithful. I pray, Lord, for every person who's dealing with the storm right now, that they would enter your rest knowing that you are faithful, to watch over your word, to perform it. And so I commit them unto you now that you would be the strength of their life, that you would be the calm, and that you would give them a supernatural peace because their mind is stayed on you and you've made the promise. It's in Jesus' name that we pray and all of the believers said, amen. God bless you. I'm so glad that you came. And I pray that you'll continue to join me week by week as we consider what it looks like to pray in faith and trust our God. It's not always easy when you're traveling alone, when you're doing life alone. And so we have the Woman Pray Intensive coming up. And I want to encourage you that that is the place to come, especially when you're in the storm, because there you're going to find a community of women, your sisters, who will be your keeper, your friend, those who are here to, to, we're coming together so we can support one another. As the scripture says, iron sharpening iron. And when you're in a storm, you're not alone. So I want to encourage you come together with us, August 26th and the 27th, where we are going to be trained in what it looks like to pray. And it's not too late. I don't care how bad the storm is. Our God is with you. And this is for you. So join me and I look forward to us growing in life changes together. God bless you and we'll see you in Baltimore, Maryland, August 26th and the 27th because you have registered at womanpray.com.